Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the first letter of St. John. I am writing to you, children, because your sins have been forgiven for his name's sake. I am writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men, because you have conquered the evil one. I write to you, children, because you know the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God remains in you, and you have conquered the evil one. Do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, sensual lust, enticement for the eyes, and a pretentious life is not from the Father, but is from the world. Yet the world and its enticement are passing away. But whoever does the will of God remains forever. The word of the Lord. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Give to the Lord, you families of nations. Give to the Lord glory and praise. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring gifts and enter his courts. Worship the Lord in holy attire. Tremble before him, all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord is king. He has made the world firm, not to be moved. He governs the peoples with equity. Alleluia, alleluia. A holy day has dawned upon us. Come, you nations, and adore the Lord. Today a great light has come upon the earth. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. There was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Why did the Virgin Mary go to the temple to get purified? Well, she and Joseph went to fulfill the prescriptions of the law. According to Jewish law, a woman having a baby was considered unclean and was to keep to herself for 40 days if the baby was a boy. If the baby was a girl, then she'd have to Quarantine for 80 days. Then, after this period, the mother was to present herself in the temple for purification and make an offering. People on the poor side of life, they offered turtle doves or pigeons for the offering. If the baby was a firstborn and male... Well, he belonged to God, like the firstborns of the flock or the first fruits of the crops. So he was dedicated to God. But his parents could buy him back by paying five shekels to the temple, which was a pretty good amount for a working man like St. Joseph. This all 
Sounds a little bit like a racket, does it not? Yet, the Holy Family humbly observed these customs. After 40 days, the Virgin Mary underwent her purification, and Christ was presented in the temple. The huge temple complex would have been full of young mothers being purified and presenting their babies. The temple also would have been full of people waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem, as we read today. The prophetess Anna, the longtime widow featured in today's passage, never left the temple. She was always there praying. And who did she zero in on from out of all the young families walking around with babies? The poor and unassuming Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Luke zeroes in more on women in his gospel. Women like the prophetess Anna. The women he zeroes in on the most, of course, or the woman he zeroes in on the most, of course, is the Blessed Virgin Mary, who is most likely Luke's source for the beginning chapters of his gospel. It's because of her we know about this purification scene. Isn't that interesting? It's also interesting that people would disparage the virgin's integrity. They say, well, the virgin must not have been much of a virgin if she had to go get purified in the temple. Really? What was she supposed to do after becoming the mother of God? Throw a party for herself? It really is amazing how people can claim to adore and worship Christ while at the same time do their worst to belittle his mother. But think about it. Why did Christ go get baptized in the cold Jordan River if he was God? He underwent that humiliation for the same reason his virgin mother was purified in the temple. Christ did not need to get baptized, and the virgin did not need to get purified. However, they both humbly submitted to these things. Why? To show us to go and do the same, to humbly submit to the law. Who is Jesus Christ? The humble and unassuming person who submits to the law, who comes to the temple and offers sacrifice at Holy Mass. The person who patiently waits for the redemption of mankind will have his reward. He will be filled with wisdom, and the favor of God will be upon him. <laughs> 